Hey everyone, um, thanks for joining us. I'm, I think I started a bit early today. Nope, just on time. Trog is gonna be joining us in a few minutes. And um, since I have to, um, I guess, not kill time, I don't wanna say kill time, but I wanna share something with you that's been exciting for me. Um, I don't know how many of you guys could relate to this, but with, with COVID and all the time that we've been in our, our homes, and getting less and less activity. And thank God things are easing up and things are getting better. But um, I gained a lot of weight. Um, and so as many of you know, um, my, I had some back issues in December. I was in the hospital in January for about three weeks. And um, when I got out of the hospital, I had lost 13 pounds. And a lot of it was muscle because my leg and back and stuff, but um, also just lost a lot of weight. So that was in the end of January. I think it was like the 28th or something like that. So from that day till about maybe eight to 10 days ago, when I last weighed myself um, up until that point, I had gained 17 pounds. So I, I had got out basically in February. It wasn't even the end of June. It was probably the beginning of June. So February, March, April, May. and um, so in basically four months, I gained 17 pounds. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if you guys have this, like you have loose clothes when you feel like not yourself where you feel a little bit heavier than normal. But I had like my, my um, clothes for when I'm fat, the comfortable clothes were tight. So I, I started this diet last week and I'm not here to pitch diets or anything like that because I'm not a doctor, um, but I've lost seven pounds already. And I've been so, it's been about a little bit over a week. I've been doing a keto diet and um, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, the first few days sucked because you get headaches and all that, but um, it's nice that my clothes actually are starting to fit now. I still have about 10 pounds to go, but um, it's exciting. So anyways, with that said, um, Chirag is going to be coming on. I get asked this a lot. And um, as you guys know, he doesn't know what we're going to talk about when we talk. So um, I get, I've been getting asked this a few times, not really asked it, but people have been sharing this with me where they know the market is hot now, but they're worried. Excuse me. My nose is itching. Um, but anyways, um, people are, know that it's, it, the market is hot now but they are scared that um, once it, it, it's not hot anymore, or what's gonna happen with their business, what's gonna happen with their bills. They're used to making a certain amount now and they wanna know what they can do to become more efficient. They wanna new, know what they can do during this time to become more efficient, to create processes for the future, to have uh, a more um, consistent, um, business because right now um, unless you're in a market that's very different than most of them in the U.S. if you're a listing agent and you have a property and you put it on the market unless it's like ridiculously overpriced you're going to get a, a, a few offers on it and even if it is overpriced not ridiculously overpriced but if it is overpriced you are going to um, get probably at least one offer it's probably going to sell and we want to prepare ourselves to be able to handle a market that's not like that. Because 
you know, when we, I think anything in life, when you do something for three or four weeks, there's a habit that takes place. And we don't want to get into the habit of that happening where we get a listing, where we get a seller and they're unreasonable with what they want for it. Or they, they're, let me say not unreasonable. I don't want to say it that way, but someone that doesn't maybe know the market as well and has an emotional attachment in their property and they convince us as agents to price it higher. And this market, you know, sometimes it's okay because the market a lot of times catches up because there's so little inventory. But we want to be prepared for that time when the market does start to slow down and we want to know how to like get that emotion out because at the end of the day, people are paying us five, six figures or whatever the number is to, um, to be, be their representative, to be the person that is the professional to teach them. So there are a few things that we're doing before Chirag um, comes on. Hopefully it comes on soon because I'm sure you guys don't like hearing my monologue. But anyways, this is what I'm doing and the team is doing. Like, like you probably would guess, we're creating content. So Jade, Will, Vico, and myself are creating content. So I'll give you an example. Hey, Chirag. How's it going? I guess he's just um, coming on. Yeah. Um, hey, good, good. So I'm going to finish my thought. So like I was saying, the team and I, preparing for the future, we're creating content like weekly. I, we have like a blog being done every single day. So we're picking out these um, cities or areas that um, people will like, I'll give you an example. So in Miami, we have different areas. We have Coral Gables, we have Coconut Grove, we have Pinecrest and just other areas. So every day what we're doing is we're doing a hyper local blog on these areas. So it's been working well for me is like, I'll give you an example. Last Friday, um, we did a blog on um, the top five places to get dessert in Pinecrest. And so that's something specific. It's hyper-local. But a lot of times when we do content, it's like, what should we do with that? So what I do with that is then I go into Nextdoor, that Nextdoor app, and I say, um, I'm not sure how many of you guys like to eat dessert, but here are the top five places I've found from gaining a lot of weight. And then I say, if you have any, if you have any, any recommendations or you'd like to share some stuff, um, share some areas to restaurants, let us know, comment below. And so I've had over 200 views on that. And all these people are going to get retargeted with our stuff. So we're trying to prepare for the future. So with that said, HRog. What's up? Nothing much. Um, just trying to um, give some valuable information. And I was also sharing about my diet I started last week and I've lost seven pounds. So it's been good. You know, I'm always the advocate of health. We totally. can talk about that for a whole day. Yeah, I can't wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm a night person, but um, yeah, eating better is, is so important. It's like, as, I, as I'm getting in a little bit better shape, um, my energy, my focus is, is a lot better. Well, I'll tell you, if we want to talk about health hacks, sorry, I had to push my door shut. It was kind of just opening and closing. Um, do we want to talk? What's the topic, you know? Yeah, so... The we don't topic, ever talk 
Well, he knows the topic. I don't know the topic. Yeah. So I was telling them about the topic, like, and we can change it at any time to whatever you want or anyone else wants. But my idea was this, because I've had a few people, other agents speak to me, not all were compass agents, but agents that are doing better than they normally do at this time. And their real estate is so weird. It's like, when we're doing well, we worry. When we're not doing well, we worry. We're just a bunch of worriers. And like the, the few comments I got recently are, hey, I'm doing real, like, I'm be, I'll be like, how's life? And they'll tell me, it's weird when you're a salesperson, when you ask someone how life is, they tell you how they're doing in their business. You know, I've sold this many houses. I'm like, no, no, how are you doing? And they'll, t eventually they'll get to like, that they're doing better. But a couple of times I've had people tell me they're a little bit worried about the future when the market slows down. So my goal was to like try and prepare for the future. And like during this time when we are busy, when we're doing things, how to be more efficient for to prepare for the future. And another thing I was saying, Chirag, was like, you know, when we talk about habits and it takes, you know, depending on what, what thing you read or what research you do, usually it takes like three or four weeks to create that habit. And just like, buyers are in this habit now of it's hard to find a home. Sellers are in this habit of telling us to price at unreasonable numbers. And we got to not be in that habit in the future when the market slows down. Otherwise, we'll get killed. And I, I, so those are the things I wanted to prepare for. If you have a different topic, that would be great, too. No, no, no. I'm not into breaking themes and traditions. So we'll stick with we'll stick with so shoot so let's do the coaching session it's me and um i'm telling you that hrog you know i know it's busy we've been doing really well um and I, i'm worried about the future um what would you suggest well you know i i would say the first thing i would say is what specifically are you worried about um so i'm worried about um you know we're getting we're getting a lot of um sellers that are unreasonable we're pricing stuff higher we're i i don't know you know real estate i've been doing this 17 years and i've never been in a market this this busy i guess i'm scared about uncertainty i don't know what's going to happen in the future okay so you're uncertain are you uncertain about the market, your clients being too busy, not having enough time, not being able to provide the right level of service? Let's kind of narrow down. Like, let's go through the framework, right? Would okay. it be okay if I walked you through that? Yeah, sure. The first thing is, is narrowing down what is making you feel that way, right? Because it's a very strong and heavy emotion, which probably makes it harder for you to do things as you constantly feel overwhelmed. Yeah, um, I, I'm worried because I see like, I just know, like, uh, you know, being there during the dot-com era when stuff was just going up and up and up, and then it just crashed. And I know real estate, it's not, especially in Miami, it's not, it can't last forever where prices are going up so much. And our job is so much easier if you're a listing agent to do it. So I'm worried about that. So you're worried about Market might go back to another market cycle that you successfully lived through already. <laughs> yeah, put it like that. Or, when you right? say it like that, it sounds a little bit um, crazy, but yeah. All right, so let's buy this. You know, I, I wanted to point that out to you, and 
Look, do uh, you know what the best way to work through uncertainty is? No. Building daily habits that practice my three favorite things. Discipline, to do what you need to do every day, regardless of how you feel. Consistency, over and over and over, whether you get the right results you want immediately. And patience. To understand that doing the things that way, anything with discipline and consistency will get the result, right? It is, is a lot of people are so focused on the uncertain thing, which then creates overwhelm, which then gets them to be stuck. And then they microanalyze every decision they make because they don't want it to lead to the wrong future. Does that kind of sound where you are? Exactly. Got it. So... Look, if you're focused on clients asking for unrealistic pricing, then we need to go through and look at how you're pitching your clients and how you talk about the market, right? If you're worried that you're not going to have clients, then we need to, you know, we need to go through and analyze where your business is coming from, our eye on each one is, and where do we need to double down our focus, and what do we need to stop doing? So. Um... I mean, great advice. So if you are me and you are, you are an agent now, and I know you've done it for many, many years in the past, you had your own company and, you know, Compass acquired and all that, but um, what would you do? What would be the main things that you would focus on now to prepare for the future? You know, I'm a big believer of stick to the plan, right? And, you know, if you ask me this question personally, right, you know, you want to know what the number one challenge people have in, in, in goal and working towards a goal. What's that? A goal is for most people is a sales number in real estate. It's a 12 month process based on a business plan, correct? Yeah, business plan every year, like we're told to do. Exactly, the, you know, I call it the 100 yard dash. You want the thing, you start all over and you do it over and over again. But, you know, what I find is, is people are so, I'm committing to this goal, I'm committing to the goal. Well, there's a large group of people that I know from all these conversations and, and coaching calls is they don't understand how the goal plays out throughout the year, like how pacing works, right? How at the end of a, how at the end of the first quarter, where you should be based on your numbers last year, what months you need to get ahead, how some months are more than others, how you know some months are going to be slow. That's why you need to work more and other. They don't understand that. What most people see is all this big, right? Have maybe like you're at like 38 and you're gonna be so depleted, but you also have $40 million in active inventory. And then you can just be overwhelmed well, if I don't do these things and I can meet my goal. Listen, I, I'm a person, just right? So, what's the process I commit to? That five, four, three, two, one, right? Like the world's back. Five, contacting five people in your sphere every day. Make sure that you do four events in person a year to really connect with people. The three is contact three compass agents. We know the network will get you referrals and it's great. Do two handwritten notes a day. And the one is contact one client that you're working with and say, hey, I really appreciate the opportunity working together. I just want, what can I do to make this experience better for you? Such a powerful question. And I know five people a day over the course of a year, right? I didn't do it for two months. That's, that's, that's 100, it's 25 people a week, 100 people a month, 10 months is 1,000 people. I'm at a 1% conversion rate. That's 10 deals, right? Okay. If I do the same thing with Compass agents, that's three agents a day, 15, 
60 agents a month, 10 months out of the year, that's another six deals. So that can be 16 deals, just contacting five people in your sphere and three conversations a day. And you know, when you do that, it's, it's not just the numbers, it's not the math. It's, it's, it's you'll feel so happy that you did it because the, the conversations, the friendships that are created, that are continued, that's so much more powerful than even getting the deal sometimes. Yeah, and, and look, it's just doing things consistently, right? Like people give up so fast on everything they do and nothing, right? Like, you know, the saying is, is like, no one knows, no one knows, um, no one all knows the work that goes into an overnight success. Right, totally. So we'll go back to you as an agent, right? I mean, where, where, if you look at your business for the last 12 months, where's it all coming from? Where, where is it? I'm sorry. Where is the business coming from? Oh, where's the business coming from? Um, a lot of other agents, we're getting a lot of um, referrals from other agents and we're getting a lot of um, repeat business or referred business. We do get, you know, it's funny because we've been starting to get more through YouTube and, you know, obviously social media, we get a lot of business as well. So those are the main tier, I guess, buckets. Previous customers, um, um, Compass agents and other agents, um, social media, and then um, the people that we sold in the past that are either doing business with us or are um, referring us business. So what I want you to do in an exercise is break down each one of those categories, break down your overall GCI, and look at what percentage comes from where, right? And I mean, the goal of doing this is, is like, like where you need to spend more focus on, but then we also want to look at what we're eliminating. If it sounds like 80, 90% of your business is coming that, that's what you should double down on and figure out what are the three or four things that you're doing and probably need to stop. You know, it's funny because it's, it, it's so funny that like a lot of times, even though something is right in our face, we have no clue about it. You were the person that told me that, hey, you get a lot of business from other agents. I had no clue. And now I, I keep track of it and I count it and stuff. But, and, and like a lot of times, you know, it, it's so right about the doubling down on things that are working and then like cutting the fat on the other things. I listened to Matt um, Breitenbach's um, conversation this morning with you and it, it was great. He's such an amazing person. And I mean, for someone that does as well as him, you know, when when you're selling Justin Timberlake, Jason Kidd, and some of these other amazing people, and you're like willing to start and just change everything just to get better, you know, it's really, really admirable. And I, I think as a real estate agent, um, obviously not compass agents, because we're, or we collaborate without ego, but there's so many agents. The, the worst thing about this industry is the ego in it. And when you have an ego, you don't change things. And it's probably really difficult for, especially for him, when you're super, super, super successful to make a change because you're, it, it'll make you worried about not doing that well. You know, I, I think it's the macro thinking, like you're saying, right? Having those you beliefs. What, you know, what's interesting about him, his mind works actually the opposite way. He's afraid what happens if he doesn't change. You know, that's that's so true. You know, I, I posted something on my Instagram story and it was like 
people always say, why me? Why me? Like I, I saw some story about some lady that, that got cancer and she passed, but prior to um, her passing, they asked her, how do you feel about it? You know, do you ever think why me? And she's like, no, I thought, why not me? You know, it's so powerful to think that way. And that it's a great mindset. You know, in the end of, of doing, you have to figure out like what's true to you, where you want to go. You have to really look at the numbers to all this too, right? To the time you have people, you have people that don't have a lead generation problem and they want to get more leads, right? <laughs> you have people that get 90% of their business from their sphere and past clients and they're focused on all these other things, right? Like invest that same money. Like some people spend thousands of dollars sending postcards out, but they're not doing anything. Yeah, we get so, you know, I think in real estate, if it's, if it's not, um, like for me, I'm, I'm, I was hearing myself, so sorry. Um, for me, like a lot of times, and a lot of agents do this, we speak to another agent and we hear them being successful in something. And all of a sudden we want to do that, you know, so-and-so did this and they sold three homes and, and they made this GCI in a month. It's like, Oh, maybe I should look into that. We should look into us instead of looking in, uh, into others. I think. Yeah. There's, I saw something. Let me pull this up in my phone. Um, I saw this on Instagram. It was about individuality. We're having trouble hearing you, Chirag. Bad internet today. No one is you, and so say that again. No one is you. Is that what you said? And yeah, no one is you, and that is your superpower. No one is you, and then the last part I couldn't hear. And that is your superpower. And that is your superpower. Oh, superpower. No one is you, and that is your superpower. Yes, that, you know, it, it's funny. I did a video and I shared it on Agent Mastermind the other day, and it was like, you know, you worry about so many things. You worry about like, about how you look, about how you feel, about all this, all, all these people's opinions about us. And I gotta tell you this, in my life, you know, I feel happy probably 99% of the time of every day of every minute. And the thing that changed, and I always wasn't like that as you guys probably know, but the thing that changed me the most was being happy with myself and not caring about other opinions. Of course, you know, if it's our mom or dad or spouse or someone that where they really care about us and they give us our opinion, I'm gonna care about it. I'm gonna listen to it. It doesn't mean I'm always gonna care about it. I'm gonna at least listen to it and take the time to listen to it. And as agents, if we don't like, if we stop worrying about how we look or all those other things, how we get judged, life gets a whole lot easier. I don't know if you froze or it was a drop the mic. It couldn't have been drop the mic. Um, you probably froze. Oh, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Um, 
I will talk a little bit more if you come on. Otherwise, we will end this session. And guys, for those that are listening to us on the podcast, first of all, thank you for listening to us on the podcast. I guess Chirag got disconnected. He, he may try and connect again. So um, for those of you that don't know, um, we have all of our episodes of All in Miami. This is not All in Miami. I'm sorry. That's the name of our team. For Ask Me Anything, all the episodes of Ask Me Anything on um, all the podcasts, whatever podcast um, platform you use, whether it's Spotify, whether it's iTunes, whatever it is. Um, we have 40, we have over 40 episodes on there. So if you don't want to like see our faces or you're jogging or running or working out, or just, you want to have some, um, some sound in the background on things like what you can do to, um, hopefully improve your business, um, make sure to check out, um, our podcast, or we also have a group on, if you're a compass agent and you're listening to this, um, we also have a group in, um, workplace where we have all the videos pretty much most of the videos up there so until next time take care um hope you guys are all doing well um robert rufkin is going to be in our office tomorrow so super excited to see him it's been a while and um if you guys ever have any comments or feedback um what you'd like for us to share if you'd want to if you want to come on and be that coaching client obviously for free um, just let us know and we'll get you on. Thanks so much, guys. Love you. Take care.